Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. Welcome to the hundredth. Welcome to the hundredth episode of the Green Heart Living Podcast. Woo! <laughs> I never thought I'd get to a hundred episodes. What the heck? So this episode is going to be about gratitude, and it's going not about gratitude. It's going to be. Literally gratitude for all the people that have helped me get to where I am today. I am so grateful to be doing work that I absolutely love, that I can wake up each day and go, ooh, what do I get to do today? It doesn't mean it's easy. A lot of it's very stressful (laughs) because it's a, a lot and I'm stretching my edges and getting out of my comfort zone and learning new things and working with new people every single day. And some of that is many failures along the way, right? We try things, they don't work. And that's hard on the ego. (laughs) But overall, this is work that I'm passionate about. I get to work from home, which is my dream, right? Being able to either work from my home or anywhere I want to. And to still be able to help other people and be with other people in a meaningful way. And as someone who was a theater major in college and a psychology major, and then went on to get my master's in social work, this weaves in all the stuff that I love, right? Being a publisher, being a writing coach, being an author, I get to tell stories. And I I help other people share their stories too. So it's, it's a dream, dream life <laughs> for me and a dream profession for me. And I wouldn't have gotten here if I hadn't had so many people guide me along the way, whether they knew what they were doing or not. There's so many people involved in me being here. And I would never have known at that time. So I felt compelled to do this episode to share some of the journey of this because I think it could be helpful for people that are authors or business owners or just adventurers in life who feel like they're not in a place where they're doing their dream work or what they really want to be doing in the world. That hopefully this could be a little bit of light or inspiration to know that it's possible and not in that long a time because really my journey on this started, I mean, it started when I was born (laughs) or before then, if you get get all into that. But my first book came out five years ago, six years ago. So that's not really that long in the big scheme of things, how things can radically change. How do you go from being a self-published author to running a publishing company within six years, right? And I also needed to do gratitude, right? Like I feel compelled 
to just express my appreciation for all the people that have helped me along the way. And so I'm going to do this by sharing a bit of the journey. So my first book came out to, in uh, 2017. It was part of um, my goals for when I did a year-long coach training program was to publish a book. And I wanted it to weave into the work I was doing as a yoga teacher and working in the nonprofits. I worked at United Way at the time as a community impact coordinator, and I taught yoga in the community. And I wrote a book called Green Your Heart, Green Your World, Avoid Burnout, Save the World, and Love Your Life. And that book was a lot about um, ways that I had coped through, you know, anxiety, stress. I had experienced burnout at a nonprofit and lost my job as a result of it. And it had changed the way that I look at world, the world and how I took care of myself after that. And I, I saw a lot of people in the nonprofits or helping professions that really were the need never ends. So they were just maxed out. And I wanted to give them some tools to help with that. And so the book is uh, some of my lived experience as well as yoga techniques, meditation techniques, um, some writing um, that journaling that people can do to help them get through and really take care of themselves in a very um, important but stressful profession that people may have. So there were a lot of people that helped this. How I did this, I self-published it. I learned uh, Kindle Direct Publishing. I um, gathered uh, several people. Some of them were friends. Some of them were colleagues at United Way um, and people that I knew through that, that helped by reading the book and giving me feedback. And then when I launched the book, they were buying the book and giving me support. And I had a I did a press release I, I in a few places, and I went and spoke at the Storyteller's Cottage in Simsbury, Connecticut, which I was very nervous to go into. I was very, very nervous to go do the Storyteller Cottage um, author um, reading, and it was such a wonderful thing, and I'm so glad that I did. My kids were young at the time, and they came with me and helped me set up books, and um, it was an interesting experience because first of all, that place was magical and you can still go there. It's not, not owned by the, it's not the storyteller's cottage. It's a tea room now. Um, and it's equally magical, but there, it was really, really special. And so going in there felt really nice. Like I was coming home there and the people that came, it was a small group of people, maybe 15, but it was, it felt very symbolic. It felt very symbolic because some of the people that I would have assumed would have been there in my life weren't, <laughs> they weren't there, but the people that were there represented all different parts of my life. I had people that were students from yoga, I had people that were people that knew my parents that I hadn't seen maybe since I was a baby or something. There were people there that I knew from the community, there were people I knew from the nonprofit world, and there were people that I didn't know that had just been interested in the topic and had come for that. So it felt like, wait a second, the people that I thought would be the, the supporters or interested in my message 
They might not be, and that's okay. Because look at this. There's this whole room of people representing all these facets of my life, plus people I don't know at all that just need to hear what I'm saying and sharing. And it felt like a just a message that, you know what, your your voice is needed, your message is needed. Please keep doing this work. So that's what I got from that. And then I began moving more into coaching rather than doing the nonprofit work and the yoga teaching so much. I was still doing those things, but I started shifting into focusing more on helping people and primarily coaching people that had anxiety or a lot that they were juggling and wanted to um, continue in these big goals that they had in their life. They didn't want those things to stop them. And so that's who, who I was working with. Then I published my book, Love Notes. And at that point, I, I reached out to my friend, Colleen Brunetti. And I said, you know what? I know I did my first book by myself. I published it, but I know that I knew that she knew so much more about publishing and getting books out there. And I knew that she knew about getting books, bestseller status, like how does that go about? And I, and I went over there one day and she taught me a lot of um, what I would need to know. And since then, Colleen has been such a helper to me and we've worked together on many, many projects, um, publishing books. She's coached people through the writing process. She's amazing at marketing and launching books and we are working on a book together that we've been, I think, working on for six years or something insane, but that will be coming out soon. Um, and I'm so grateful for her for being part of that process and launching my first book, Love Note. When I launched Love Notes, it was my first book that we got to bestseller status. And that's kind of a thing that we do now, right? We know how to do that and wreck that out for people um, through the power of community and strategy and using um, the interwebs, if you were, uh, as you were, um, to help promote our books. And it's because she taught me how to do that, that we know how to do that. Someone else who's been with me um, from very early on is Jamie Williams, and she's worn many different hats for Greenheart, um, primarily as my friend and supporter and encourager. And she, I'm so grateful for her help in all the different, whether she jumped in to edit a book or to help me strategize or plan out something or to jump in and talk with a client when I couldn't. And she's, she's done so much along the way and I'm so grateful for her. And there are a couple people that really, I don't think Love Notes, the book would exist. So that's Daily Inspirations for the Soul. It is so much of what helped me in my life shift my brain because my brain was very negative, very, very unhealthy. Very, I mean, I thought about suicide every, like every day for really long, many years of my life and as a child, um, an adolescent and in my t early 20s. And I had to reconstruct how my brain worked. And so um, I wrote love notes to help with that, to help people do that that kind of brain shift and because that's not how i wake up anymore right like i i generally wake up happy to do the day 
And even if I feel overwhelmed or stressed or something bad has happened, I know it's only temporary and I know that I will make my way through it. Right. And it's a very different mindset um, and def very different way of experiencing life. And so I love being able to help people be in that space and get to that space, even if it doesn't feel possible. And so Love Notes came because I was working as a uh, mental health coach, um, a behavioral coach was the actual title. Um, and I had two clients that really helped me to, that kept saying, I started writing these love notes, um, the emails to my current clients and, and to people that I, I knew that it were on my email list. And um, on day, I wrote them every day. And then every day that I didn't, I would get these emails being like, where's the love note? I need the love note. <laughs> and um, so one of those um, was, um, Barbara Milton and she, so love notes would not exist without her. Um, and there's one other um, person, I think him in the intro, Darren, um, who these would, would not, it would not come to pass because I was writing and writing and realizing I'm not doing a great job of writing these every day. Right. Um, so I ended up first of all, making it something you can sign up for to get in your email every day. And then I made a book as well. And um, it's because of Barbara and Darren that the book exists. And that really did help bring this company to grow massively in a short amount of time um, and help me. There's something about that that resonated these daily messages of inspiration that could uplift people. Um, in a short amount of time, when it only takes a minute to read something, that's sometimes all we can handle in a day, right? And Linda Mikulak is one of the first people who hired me to self-publish, to help her learn how to self-publish her book. So I'm very grateful for her and her book, I Am Here, which talks about her caregiver journey with her father. And um, Barbara Milton also was the first person that hired me to coach her through the writing process of her, her book. And so that's also about caregiving of her mother who had Alzheimer's. And so these were little signs. People are coming to me and saying, oh, could you help me with this? And I said, oh, okay. Because at first I know I was a coach, but I wasn't thinking myself as a book coach or a writing coach or a publishing coach. Right. But as people started asking me to do that, I said, oh yeah, I could do that. I said, yes. Because it felt, I wouldn't have said yes if it didn't seem fun or amazing because it did. I said, yes. I just didn't always know how. I was going to go about it. And I was very open with people. And that's how the business has grown. People have asked me to do things. I'm honest if I know how to do them or not. And um, a lot of people have been up for, hey, let's let's create this together and see how that can evolve. And that's been really cool. So during the great pause, I knew that in March, 2020, my, my love notes came out in February, 2020, like right before. Right. 
And um, then in March 2020, I realized, oh my goodness, my kids were with me full time. Uh, my teenage kids were with me full time. Normally they were with me half the time, but their dad worked in a hospital. So we decided to keep them with me to keep them safe. Um, the, I was the full-time caregiver of my gram grandma um, and living with her. We had, my mother would have come over. We had somebody that came in in the mornings. We decided, no, we're, I'm just going to take care of grandma all the time. And um, I had like 20, at least coaching clients. Um, and so it was an intense time. And I went, you know what? I need to be able to get through this. Um, and how am I going to do this? And so the first thing I did was I decided I had to stop drinking, at least for that time. I drink now, but at that time I went, this is, that could be a slippery slope for me. So I was like, I, I'm not allowed to drink for a while, drink alcohol. And um, I also said, you know, I need to be doing something that is helping shift the media and just putting positive messages out there in a time that's terrifying for a lot of us, right? So I put out a, a thing on Facebook just saying, you know what, what, what if, what are the positive, not, that's not positive, but what are the blessings that could be coming from COVID-19? What is the message? What if it's happening not to us, but for us? What does that look like? And is there anyone who wants to write from this place about looking for the light in this and what we can learn from this? And I almost immediately, like within a, a few days, I don't think it was even a week, had 25 people that wanted to write a chapter for this book on the great pause, the blessings and wisdom of COVID-19. So I'm very grateful for all the people that jumped in on that, which was my first book collaboration and really saw a need in the world and wanted to jump in and do something about it and also wanted to experience that for themselves, that writing um, during a time where it was very stressful and writing was something that we could do to help us through that. And that is what writing is for many of us. Another person I need to be thankful for is Dr. Divya Shepard. We have partnered with Ladies Power Lunch and put out many multiple um, collaborative books together. And um, we are on our fifth collaborative um, book in the series. Plus we've done Grow Smarter, um, her book together. Um, and getting to do the Ladies Power Lunch Summits has been really fun, where I've met many, many dear friends, um, and it's been just an absolute honor to create um, with her and to put out awesome books for um, entrepreneurs that are really heart-led and want to make a difference in the world and enjoy their life at the same time, right? And um so we've done a number of collaborative books um, at this point, and we've done all, I've been able to support a lot of authors as well. And I am so grateful to all the authors that have jumped in and created with me. And I am so grateful for the ones that are working with me now as we expand and grow. And I wanna thank Mary Ann Pack, who was my publishing apprentice last year. 
uh, Ryan Halls, my apprentice this year. Um, they have been massive supports for me. Marianne is just such a pro at creating books and works very fast and it's great working with the authors and so smart and um, so heart-led and um, loving and compassionate. Uh, I want to thank Teresa Flatt, whose photos have just helped me so much. The photos and videos um, help me see myself in a different way, which helped me make do business differently, right? And um, as an introvert, her photos, honestly, I know that people know me sometimes because they've seen a photo that she's taken of me. So sometimes I'm walking in a room and a lot of the people know me. And I think it's because of Teresa, <laughs> because of the photos, right? That has made a difference. Kathleen Troy has been my coach this entire time through all of this. She's been on the roller coaster with me. God bless her. And I am so thankful for her to, for being with me through times that were really very heartbreaking and challenging in my personal life and helping me through. I'm starting to cry thinking about it. Um, to help me not give up on my dream of, like, no one should, like, anyone in my situation would not have their own business right now. <laughs> Right. Like they would have gotten a job. Kathleen helped me really choose the things that were best for me. And ultimately in the long run, right. To come from that place of elevation. And I'm so grateful for her. I'm grateful for my kids for being on the roller coaster with me. <laughs> and I love that I can talk with them about all the different things that we do and and share it with them. There's so many people to be thankful for and communities to be thankful for. And I can't even begin to list everyone. I, I'm grateful for all of you. And I just want to sit with a closing little meditation here. We can put our hands at our heart and hand on our belly and just feel the breath move in and out of the body. And take a moment to feel the feeling of gratitude. And if you're listening and you have been on the path with me, if you have been one of our authors, thank you so much for taking the leap and writing and creating and sharing your story. Thank you for choosing me and Greenheart to help you on your path. You've been on the team and worked with us. Thank you so much for giving your heart and your time and, and your minds to create and help our authors to help get positive messages, healing messages out there in times when the world has needed it. And if you're one of our readers, thank you for reading 
our work and being part of the mission in that way. And thank you to whatever big sources out there feel that connected, that source, that that divine, that higher power, that whatever you call it, bigger than us, that spirit. It's got bigger ideas than sometimes we know for ourselves. And I'm so grateful that that has continued to show up every day in my life. Take a moment to connect to whatever that is for you, whatever that looks like for you, and feel gratitude and Thankfulness and appreciation for that, that energy, that guidance in life. Thank you for our listeners of this podcast. Let's take a breath in and a breath out. And lastly, but definitely not least, I need to thank Ryan Hall and Jim Williams because they are why this podcast exists. Jim Williams told me for probably a couple years, you got to do a podcast, Liz, you got to do a podcast. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I can't do that. That's scary. Sure. <laughs> I want to thank Jim for not only his persistence in telling me that I should be doing this thing, but also his technical expertise. Because he is the one that helped me get the podcast set up. He taught me how to roll it out. He taught me how to expand it. Help me uh, guidance on how to edit and all the things that I needed to know to be able to roll this podcast out. So I'm immensely grateful for his encouragement and, and his know-how throughout this process. And Ryan Hall invited me to be on his podcast. It was the first podcast I'd ever been on. And by the end of the episode, I was like, oh, wait, that was fun. That was just easy. And me talking to an interesting person about things I want to talk about, which I had not understood before about podcasts. And because I had such a wonderful experience on his, I realized I could do that same thing with my own. And just talk to people I wanted to talk to about things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and it didn't have to be any harder or more complicated than that. And that's how we've gotten to 100 in a wild world. I love you all. Thank you so much. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.